0: And I'm Black. Hello, hello, and welcome back once again to Nelly Villa podcast. This is your host, Chanel Number 5, and I am so happy to be here with you once again. When I'm recording this, Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet. When you're hearing it, listeners, Thanksgiving would have come and gone because you're going to be listening to this on Friday. Before we move on... Say hello to the live studio audience. I am recording the podcast once again in front of my TikTok family. So it's like great, so like work. If you would like to be a part of the TikTok family, come follow me on TikTok and all of my other social media. With all that being said, let's just get right into the tea. Thank you so much for the follow, I do follow back. As soon as I hop off and I'm finished with the podcast, I will follow you back, thank you so much. So listeners, if this is your first time listening, you're gonna hear me interact with some of my TikTok family, so don't be alarmed. But if you come and you join on the live recordings on Wednesdays, you gonna know, you gonna get all the tea. You're gonna get the comments. You're gonna get all of that. So who's ready to jump right into topic number one of the podcast. So since we are doing Thanksgiving, this is something, um, you know, it is this is an issue that comes up every year. So how do you guys handle introducing your family to your significant other? How do you, as a family member, handle a uh, significant others being brought to the family dinners. You know, how soon is too soon? Like if you're dating someone for 2 months, do they get to come to the cookouts? Do they get to come to Thanksgiving? Um, you know, what what are your family rules? Cuz I've heard people say, "Look, if you've been dating less than a year, they, you know, they can't come." Or people are like, "Well, I don't want to go to your family's house. I don't really know you like that." But they've been dating for 2 years. So like, what is the the middle ground here? You know, and also, how do you treat your family significant others? Like, do you give them the third degree? Like, say, if you have younger siblings and they bring home their girlfriend or boyfriend, are you like, uh, who are you and where you work and what school you go to? Or are you one of those family members who's like overly friendly? Because like you have some family members who go out of their way to really make that outsider feel like family. And it's just kind of like, why are you being fake? Like, you don't act like this any other time. Like, just be yourself. You know what I mean? Like, some people really lay it on thick. Um, Also, you don't want to be one of those people who's constantly bringing someone new to Thanksgiving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how you mess around and have family members calling the wrong name and you're like oh hey Lisa and you're like oh that's not that's not Lisa this this is Tara (sighs) but if you're bringing home someone new every holiday who's supposed to keep track of all these names like you know what I mean um I don't know I've met a few families in my day and it's always kind of awkward you know some families were nicer than others um some families can be kind of snooty And it's like, how do you, how do you deal with that? You know, do you just kind of excuse yourself and leave? Do you have to uh, suffer through it? Um, There's just, there seems to be a lot of awkwardness surrounding this and you would think we would have more of a social norm on how to deal with uh, that awkward period of we're dating, but it's not new, but also we're not engaged. Like when do you meet the family? Is it better to set up a meeting period when it's not a holiday? I feel like the first time to meet a family on a holiday, especially Thanksgiving, that's a lot of pressure for everyone. Um, that's more of an intimate time with your family and it's like, you, where's your family? Like, why are you here? Some people don't have family that do things on Thanksgiving and I understand how you end up at someone else's home. You want a plate too, but um, it just seems like a lot for a first meeting and in, in my opinion um so i when i meet significant others like my, if my family if someone in my family brings home you know a girlfriend or a boyfriend i try to just keep it cordial i i will make sure i speak but i don't go out of my way to be like all up in their business you know if they seem like they're a little shy or a little um you know it's a lot you know i might open up a dialogue maybe about you know if the game is on tv or something like that that's about all that i can offer without it sounding forced now if i just kind of have something naturally in common with this person then like sure but i think as family i don't think you need to overdo it to try to include this outside party because honestly let's be real Most of the time when you bring people home, they don't come back for the next function. You, I mean, look, most of us only marry one, two, three people. (laughs) And so, I mean, all the little extra strays that come along, I mean, let's just be honest. Don't waste your time learning names. And some and some of y'all have people that bring a new girlfriend or boyfriend every function. So, you know, hi, hi, hey, how you doing? But unless you come to three functions, I'm not worrying about learning your name. Hey, hey, DJ Old School. Welcome in. I'm recording my little podcast. So, so glad you could stop, by. <laughs> Hope you're going live later on. Guys, um, for my listeners, go ahead and check out DJ Old School as well as DJ Ski. If you are looking for them, you can find them on my channel. I follow them. I'll probably have to repost them so the listeners can come follow you guys. They have great music. They really they really be out here dipping it and doing it. You know what I'm saying? So if you want like a good DJ and like some good music, them the DJs you need to follow. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so that was my ghetto black girl impression, impression of the day. So enough about meeting and Thanksgiving. Let's talk about the good part. Let's talk about the food. Okay, so this was something that I thought of this morning. A lot of people, we're talking about Thanksgiving food now. I know that was an awful transition, but like, you know, stick with me, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking today, you know, there's a lot of people who are vegan now. There's a lot of people who are vegan, vegetarian, who have very restrictive diets, be it because uh, they're following suit with the trend, because it's they wanna live a healthier lifestyle, you know bunch of reasons right how do you but yes let's eat because i'm hungry you know what i'm saying after this i gotta start cooking you know i'm already behind schedule which you know hey you know business is business so i just want to know if you not everyone is vegan though there's a lot of people most people are not that's still in a, a minimum amount of people so how do you as a vegan celebrate thanksgiving with the family who is not vegan, who eats a traditional American diet or, you know, non-vegan foods? Like, how do you handle that? Is it tempting? Do you cook a separate meal for you? If you're cooking for a vegan family, do you cook two meals? Or do you just say, if you're vegan, well, just eat the sides. But a lot of the sides also have animal products in it. So that kind of only works for vegetarian. So I don't like, what do you do? Because they're like, if I'm vegan, there's no way I can go to a traditional Thanksgiving and watch these people eat all this nice food, you know what I'm saying? They just sitting over there grubbing and I'm sitting over here with my rabbit food. So does that mean that I can't go? Or do I come later for dessert? But then everybody's all tired. So, like, what is the balance there? And who wants to cook two meals? So I just, I wonder... You know, look, I'm not knocking anybody who wants to eat healthy. That's great. You know, more power to you. I, look, I follow a 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, I eat pretty uh, healthy. Yeah, 80% of the time, I eat healthy. 20% of the time, man, I eat whatever I want because uh, I believe that food is joy. It is connected to your mental health. And I don't believe you're supposed to eat like a rabbit all the time unless the doctor specifically Yeah, it is a big tease, especially if you're newly vegan. Imagine becoming vegan like last month. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I'd be damned if I'ma sit there and eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich. While y'all sitting over here eat turkey and ham and collard greens. Well, I guess I could have the greens. But not if it's black people cooking them. You can't eat the greens. You know they put a whole animal in it for seasoning. So, I mean... I'm getting depressed just thinking about it. Um, Vegan listeners who, you know, you attend Thanksgiving with your family who is not vegan. What do you do? What is your secret? Please share. I'm sure you can help somebody. But you know what? Everybody deserves a cheat day. So if you are vegan or vegetarian, allow yourself once a year. You know what I'm saying? Just once a year. Just, well, twice. Okay, Christmas and, and Thanksgiving. Baby, just go ahead and indulge. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna tell nobody and what they gonna say. And all the rest of the days of the year, you can eat like a gerbil. If that's what, if that's what floats your boat, then baby, go ahead and do that. And I ain't trying to make fun of nobody. Look, I make fun of everybody. So, you know, don't take it personal. I'm just saying. So I'm getting hungry. I got to get off food. So let's go ahead and get into this, this next topic. Um, this one is a little touchy. Well, it's not touchy it's just controversial I guess you could say so this is the time of year that everybody starts watching the Hallmark movies the Hallmark Christmas movies we've all seen the little cheesy little romantic Christmas movies it's the same movies every year they come out with new ones it's still the same movie every year and y'all know homegirl uh Candace Cameron which is the girl uh, y'all remember the show Full House she played DJ the oldest sister on Full House and so Candace Cameron has been Miss Hallmark for like at least the last 10 plus years, at least. Um, she does all the cool little Christmas movies and stuff. Well, recently she's decided that she's leaving Hallmark for a different channel. And the reason why she left is because Hallmark has just released their first um, same-sex couple of movie. I believe it was a Christmas movie. Um, so of course, this is a big deal. Look, the world is changing. We are evolving. Um, you have a lot of same sex couples. LGBT is out here thriving. We all know this, but for Hallmark, who is, um, you know, it's a Christian station and we know how Christians feel about, yes, Kirk Cameron's sister. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, babe, for coming with the facts. So look, LGBT is thriving. Hallmark is a Christian station. Some Christians are open. I am one of those Christians who are open. I love everybody. I personally don't see anything wrong with the LGBT community. I'm an ally. I support it. I thrive. So Candace has come out. She didn't hide it. She was like, um, that doesn't align with my beliefs. Hallmark coming out with the same sex couple film, uh, two men. And she was like, I just, it doesn't align with me. So I'm leaving. And of course it, it started you know, I mean, you, you pretty much have called out an entire group of people, you discriminated against an entire group of people. And, but it's like, that's her beliefs, you know, not everyone believes the same thing. Um, So some people are expect like Raven Simone, uh, you know, they kind of compared it to her saying, well, I don't want to work for that channel because they're working with black people. So it's not the same, but it can, I can see how people can see it. You know, it is kind of the same. Like I can understand that doesn't align with your beliefs and everything, but you're not participating in that, you know, in that lifestyle. So what does it matter what these other people are doing? So you're going to walk away from a network, which, you know, she has every right to do so. Um, I think I, I think that I'm more shocked that she actually came out and said it. In today's climate, in today's world, she actually, w- with her whole chest, was like, I don't like that they doing gay stuff, so I'ma walk. I'm like, wow, Nene, read the room. Like, even if that was your reason, I don't know that it was right for her to um, express it the way that she did and to isolate an, an entire community because it does kind of sound like, well, I don't want to be on that channel because of, of there's black people on there or because there's Mexicans or because there's women. I don't know. I mean, but then again, it's America and it's a free country and people have a right to feel and say what they want. But I do respect her for saying something so controversial because it's true to her. If that's who she if that's how she really feels, I guess I respect that she didn't lie about it. She could have said, made up a story. She could have, you know, beat around the bush, but she came out and said what she said. So I guess I have to respect it for that. Um, I just, I don't know. I think that representation is important. You have a lot of kids that have uh, same-sex parents. And I just think about the kids who have two moms or two dads and they don't see their parents on TV. They don't see uh, their parents represented in, in movies. And we all know representation is important. It is. It's, it's important for you to see yourself on there or to see your family. Um, you know. And if I could just kind of sidetrack for a second, look, I love that the LGBT movement is. I, I love that it's really taken off. But I feel like we. Uh, we, and when i say we i mean the world i feel like the thank you so much for the likes i think that the world needs to take a pause and make sure that everyone's being included like we're we're really they're really going another they are really going out of their way the media to include lgbt in everything and that's fine but where is the inclusion elsewhere i don't see i don't see um plus size people being included in everything. I don't see, uh, indigenous people being included in everything. I don't see, uh, uh, Asian communities being included in everything. I don't, I don't, where are all the other communities? Where are the jokes? And I'll just, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, listeners, I clapped really loud in your ear, but where there's so many, the, the impaired community, the, um, you know, people, mental illness and people who are autistic all of these things where's the representation of those things we go so hard for the black community and the lgbt community but what about all of the other communities hey Jalen, welcome in we are in the middle of recording the little podcast you know how i do honey, honey honey everyone and we're talking about Cameron Candace, I don't know if you heard about her and she's leaving Hallmark because of the same sex movie that was released. And I was saying, you know, representation is representation, but I was also pointing out that, you know, where's the representation of all of these other communities, you know, uh, for years, Hollywood was whitewashed. There are so many actors and actresses who are of Hispanic descent Who were of, you know, all of these other backgrounds, but they were whitewashed and and made and forced to to be presented as white. Marilyn Monroe was not a white woman. Did y'all know that? I mean, and that's just one of the major ones. If you go down the list and look at these major Hollywood stars from like the 40s and and, and 50s and all of these things, most of the people that we thought were white, they weren't just simply not white, (laughs) And we thought that they were only whitewashing the black people. No, they were whitewashing everybody. So it's look, be inclusive of LGBT. Absolutely, I love the movement. But can we share with all of these other communities? You know, I'm fine. I'm finally starting to see, um, you know, and it's it's nowhere near enough. I'm finally starting to see like. Indian and other like Asian cultures be represented on me in media. That is not just a doctor or someone who uh, owns like a gas station, these stereotypical roles. You always see them in these stereotype roles, but now you're starting to see, I'm like, why can't they just be like regular everyday people? Like, you know, look, being stereotyped as a doctor or someone who's really smart or, or a business owner, that's not the worst you know what I'm saying? Thank you, darling. I, I, I try. I got two degrees. But anyways, someone said I was intelligent, y'all. Now Well, someone, what's my little friend? Whatever, whatever. Look, boy, boy, why you? <laughs> oh, my gosh, stop. You guys. Oh, I'm going to have to edit this out. Oh, my gosh, my face is turning red. <laughs> You're not invited to class anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay okay you got hot okay so anyways what was i saying (laughs) oh my gosh listen y'all look y'all need to listen now because this is important being stereotyped uh as you know someone who's smart owns a business who is a doctor it's not the worst thing in the world but it paints this narrative that people of asian descent cannot be anything else you know people the west indian people they get stereotyped into things people who are like from the Caribbean islands or people from Jamaica and stuff like everybody gets put into this box and it would be nice to just see people just be people like why does everyone have to be typecast by their cultural background like this doing too much you know let's let's open it up a little bit let's get more plus size people in there let's get more people who are impaired in, you know, people in wheelchairs, people who are blind, people who are deaf actors and stuff. Let's make it more reflective of the world that we actually live in is all I'm saying. You know, so look, I could go on and on. As y'all know, especially uh, DJ Rick, baby, you know, I get wrong my mouth. You know what I'm saying? But look, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. And how do we always wrap this up with musica of the week? We always do music of the week. Okay. So artists of the week. MC light it had to be MC light I've been listening to her a lot lately and while she is one of the greatest female rap one I will not even say female she's one of the greatest rappers of all time we know this but I feel like we're starting to forget her I feel like she's not even in the conversation anymore and that's that's mind-blowing to me people are like oh who's the best female rappers of all time? They're just like Nicki and Cardi. I'm thinking okay, they are so they are infants. Okay, I'm well. I'm older than Cardi. I'm young, younger than Nicki, but and they're great. They are great. But we're not gonna talk about Kim. We're not gonna talk about Foxy. We're not gonna talk about Queen Pen. We're not gonna talk about MC Light. We're not gonna talk about Queen Latifah, Lauren Hill, like the Left Eye. I feel like no none of it's like nikki came and it's like nobody before her existed are you serious are you for real and so i just really you know i wanted to make i wanted to highlight mc Light because you know she slept on and she set a lot of trends and one of the trends of which if y'all remember the paper thin video hey anime welcome in darling i hope work and everything is going well uh, you caught me at the tail end of the podcast i'm doing music of the week we're talking about mc light and i was talking about how she has set trends and in that paper thin video i don't know if y'all remember if you haven't go look it up you know but yeah. dj Rank, ain't you you man you about 60 i know you remember no just playing so look dj Rank is not 60 years old for the record but anyways um so in the beginning of that Paper Thin video, she there's like this little skit where she stops the car and she was like, I got a bad feeling. I want to go down the subway, blah, 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 right? Fast forward to, y'all remember the group 3LW? Well, when they came out, and I believe it was their first video, it was for that song, um, No More, they kind of did the same thing. So they're in the car, they pull over, um, and one of the girls is like, I have a funny feeling. I just need to get out of the car. You know, look, unless you knew your rap history, you didn't catch that connection. You didn't catch that, 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 uh, you know, that, what's the word I'm looking for? That, um, is it, oh gosh, you are a distraction. (laughs) You are a distraction. I never had to edit a podcast I'm gonna have to edit it because I can't focus with you in here. <laughs> I can't even remember words. This is crazy. This makes no sense. Look, y'all. MC Light is that girl. Please pay your respects to the original queens of hip hop, okay? Who paved the way for all these other little girls who think they're doing something. And they are. We got some good ones, but we got to remember why they are even able to do what they're doing, you know? And uh, really, you gotta kind of really, the way female rap is today, you really have to give it to Lil' Kim, and you really have to give it to Biggie, because Biggie was the one who really kind of molded Kim, to to me. Now, Kim had to pull it off. That's not to take away from what she did as a woman and as an artist, but let's be real, Biggie was kind of the visionary in that, at least in my opinion, and Rap has pretty much, as far as female rap, has pretty much stayed the same since then, which is really sad. And honestly, I'm getting kind of bored of it. I mean, look, you know, look, I love a little, uh, you know, ooh-la-la moment, a little, hey, yeah, woohoo a little ratchet moment every now and then. But... You know, I really wish we would have gone, kept going in the direction of the Lauryn Hill, as far as like lyrics really meaning something, but we just didn't. It's like Lil Kim changed the game, and everybody just wanted to be nasty for the rest of eternity. But you know, hey, sex sells, so what are you gonna do? So, um, I'm gonna go now before I embarrass myself anymore. I'm so glad that uh, y'all, I'm well, y'all probably are laughing at me just because I don't see laughing emojis doesn't mean that you're not so you know whatever anyways i'm so glad that you guys came and joined me today don't forget every wednesday i record nellyville the podcast live here on tiktok with the tiktok fam listeners come find me on all of my other social media if you want to continue the conversation on any of these topics or if you just want to stop by to say hello you know where to find me all of that is linked in the description below wherever you are listening to this podcast Thank you so much, TikTok family. Um, hey, prayer lady, how are you? I'm wrapping up the podcast. Um, for anyone who's just joining, you can catch the podcast every Friday on all streaming platforms and the link is in the profile so thank you so much for joining it's been a great episode go listen to your MC like y'all be safe be careful eat good and love on your families okay I love you so much again. Bye. seriously and even if I did I wouldn't tell you so I'd let you pretend to read me if no, Cause I hate when one attempts to analyze In fact, I despise those who even try To look into my eyes to see what I am thinking That dream is over, yeah, y'all are sinking I tell all of you like I told all of them What you say to me is just paper thin